This episode contains information about suicide and self-harm that some listeners might find disturbing. If you or someone you know is in crisis, call 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You can also call the network, previously known as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255, or text HOME to 741-741, text HOME to 741-741, or visit speakingofsuicide.com forward slash resources for additional resources. Thank you. Samuel Ogoshi and Samson Ogoshi. In a rare move, two Nigerian men were extradited to the U.S. in August to face charges in a sexual extortion scheme that authorities said prompted the suicide of a 17-year-old Michigan high school student in 2022. 22-year-old Samuel Ogoshi and his younger brother, 20-year-old Samson Ogoshi of Lagos, Nigeria, were flown to the U.S. on August 13. They were charged in a four-count indictment with the sexual exploitation of minors and with causing the death of a 17-year-old Jordan D. May, who was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound in March 2022 after the defendants allegedly tricked him into sending explicit photos of himself and then threatened to share them with his friends and family. Samuel faces a minimum sentence of 30 years in prison if convicted and Samson faces a minimum sentence of 5 years in prison if convicted. In 2022, the FBI issued a public safety alert warning that thousands of teens, particularly young males, are being targeted in sextortion schemes, most of which originate abroad. West Africa has long been identified as a hub of cybercriminals who prey on Americans, but US authorities traditionally have not had much success in securing law enforcement cooperation in those countries to make arrests. Earlier in the year, agents from the FBI in Michigan traveled to Nigeria to conduct a cooperative investigation with Nigerian law enforcement officials. U.S. officials worked to prepare a request for provisional arrest with a view toward extradition of the two Ogoshis and a third defendant, Ezekiel Robert. Robert's extradition is still pending. In May, the three men were indicted by a federal grand jury in Michigan. On July 20, a Nigerian judge ordered both Ogoshis to be turned over to the U.S. to face the charges in the indictment. On August 3, the Nigerian Solicitor General signed the final surrender order, authorizing the U.S. to bring the Ogoshis to West Michigan. According to the indictment, the defendants bought hacked social media accounts and used those accounts to pose as young women to lure teenage and young adult males into sexual chats. They allegedly used an Instagram account bearing the username Danny.Roberts, Roberts with two T's, which communicated with Jordan DeMay shortly before his death. After initiating chat conversations with the victims, the defendants used the internet to compile dossiers identifying their home addresses, schools, family members, and friends. The indictment said the defendants then used their female personas to induce their victims to produce and send sexually explicit images of themselves. 
The defendant then allegedly created collages that included a sexually explicit image alongside other images of the victims from social media, including images of the victim's school, family, and friends. The defendant then threatened to disclose the collages to the others, including their family, friends, and classmates via social media, unless the victims paid money. The grand jury alleged the defendants engaged in this extortion and attempted extortion of more than 100 people. Jordan DeMay had been a senior nearing graduation from Marquette Senior High School, where he played football and basketball. Six hours after he was approached for money, he was dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Part 2. I'm going to ruin your life if you don't pay me. Scammers posing as teen girls befriend boys online, share nude photos of a girl, and then ask for nude photos in return. Once the boy reciprocates, the schema demands money to be sent via a peer-to-peer payment app and then threatens to share the boy's photos with his social media followers if he doesn't pay. So that is how law enforcement officials and child protection experts describe a growing wave of online predators targeting teens. Previously, online sextortion largely involved pedophiles blackmailing kids into sending photos or videos. Law enforcement officials say that these new scammers focus primarily on money. In 2020, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, NECMEC, received fewer than 10 reports of this sort of financial extortion. In 2022, the congressionally mandated nonprofit received more than 10,000 and has already received 12,500 so far this year. In a survey of more than 6,000 teens and young adults in the US and five other countries conducted by Snapchat's parent company, 65% of respondents say that they or their friends have been targeted in schemes where unknown attackers obtained explicit personal imagery or other private information, then threatened to release the materials to their friends and family. The majority of those approached were boys. Teenage boys are easily lured because they respond to sexual photos more readily than girls do. As soon as boys send their own nude photos, the immediate response back is, quote, I'm going to ruin your life if you don't pay me, end quote. More than a dozen teen boys in the U.S. have killed themselves in instances involving these scams. By law, cases involving child sexual materials need to be reported to NECMEC. In Tacoma, Washington, one mom said her 15-year-old son was targeted in a sextortion scheme in July. Someone claiming to be a teenage girl followed him on Instagram and they chatted via direct message. The two of them then added each other as friends on Snapchat where they exchanged nude photos. As soon as the boy shared a picture of himself, the perpetrator told him to send $200 or the photo would be shared with his Instagram followers. The boy sent $30 via Apple Cash, then another $40, then $25 from a gift card. The perpetrator shared his nude photo with at least one of his friends via Instagram. His mom received notifications from Apple about those money transfers, so she asked him about it. She said he started crying and then confessed to her everything that had happened. 
The mom called local police and had her son provide statements. She also reported the scam to the FBI, which then notified NECMEC. Scammers like this are often based in West Africa, outside of US legal jurisdiction. However, some arrests have been made. As I mentioned earlier, two Nigerian men were extradited recently to the US in an extortion case that involved a Michigan teen's suicide. The Washington teen's mom had him block the offender, which ended the threats. But she said she's horrified to think about what could have happened if she hadn't discovered the scam. The boy told his mom he's terrified about the impact that such a blunder could have on his future. Scammers typically try to get photos via Snapchat since its disappearing messages leave less of a trail. Meta-owned Instagram said they remove content and accounts that attempt to extort, harm, or solicit inappropriate imagery. So how can we protect teens? Teens don't have to feel helpless if they become targets of sextortion. There are some things parents can do um, to help their teens. First is talk to your kids. Make teens aware of these types of scams so that they can spot them while online. One giveaway is that girls generally don't ask boys to share nudes. If a boy is solicited by a stranger, it is probably not a teenage girl. Advise your kids not to engage with anyone who asks for a nude photo or threatens to create fake nude photos. Some bad actors coerce teens into sharing their social media passwords. Make sure your child knows never to share any account password. They should block anyone who starts requesting nudes or making threats and then flag any incident to the social media platform itself. Next is protect their social media accounts. Snapchat and Instagram have default settings that can make it hard for strangers to find and message accounts whose account holder's age is listed as under 18. Teens should keep their accounts private and only accept friend requests from people they know. Also, they should set up two-factor authentication on all social media accounts. Next is keep an eye on their online friends. Snapchat, Instagram, and Discord allow parents to see who their kids are communicating with, who they are following, and who is following them. Last but not the least, supervise their payment apps. The criminals behind these extortions usually instruct teens to pay them via peer-to-peer payment apps. You can restrict who your kids can send money to by creating sponsored accounts for teens on Cash App and Venmo. For teens who use Apple Cash, you can do what the Washington mom did by setting up the Apple Cash family for money limits and transaction notifications. So what can you do if your child shares photos? First is to stay calm. Blaming them might make things worse. Explain that they are a victim of a crime and that you need to work together with them. Next, don't pay. Paying extortionists or providing them with account passwords does not stop the crime. The scammers might keep asking for more money or share the photos anyway. Next is report the incident. Tech companies can only stop criminals if they know about it. Snap recently created a new reporting category to expedite these cases. So under Snapchat's reporting menu for nudity and sexual content, the first option is, quote, they leaked forward slash are threatening to leak my nudes, end quote. Although Snapchat is known for its disappearing messages, if the company identifies content involving illegal behavior, it retains the messages for an extended period to help law enforcement. 
social media companies are required to report all cases involving child sexual content to NECMEC, but victims and their families should also report the incident to NECMEC. The center can coordinate law enforcement and also work with tech companies. People can make a report to NECMEC's cyber tip line at www.missingkids.org forward slash get help now forward slash cyber tip line or by calling 1-800-843-5678. Local police departments are not usually equipped to handle this kind of crime, but most states have task forces that address internet crimes against children. Last but not the least, get the photos taken down. Teens can create a digital fingerprint, known as a hash, of their nude photo and then report it anonymously to NECMEC via the center's Take It Down program at www.takeitdown.ncmec.org. So that photo never leaves the teen's device, but NECMEC can share the hash with social media platforms to then search for copies and then take them down.